it's funny how what you deem important can change at the drop of the hat. And that hat dropped for our family on December the 28th, 2022, at about 6 o'clock p.m. Our son Colin was home for the holiday, and the three of us had had supper at uh, El Tanapa. Now, while at dinner, our dog groomer called us and said that uh, Blue and Uno, who had a spa day, were at her place ready for pickup. So we drove to her house, and Colin and Sheila got out of the car to collect the dogs while I waited in the car. Colin brought the, the dogs back to the car, and, uh, and suddenly the groomer's husband appeared in my headlights with eyes as big as saucers. And he yelled, your wife is falling, your wife is falling. Well, Colin was already outside, so he took off running, and I got out of the car and ran behind him. When we got around their vehicle, Sheila was flat on that ice-cold ground. Remember how cold it was just after Christmas. And any movement caused her great pain. So after a short discussion, we called 911, and then after much painful manipulation, we got her in the ambulance. Thus began a saga where ECU Health North became my second home for two weeks. Now, this is the reason we were in the emergency room at the hospital. What you see here is an x-ray. And that's an x-ray, that's Sheila's initial x-ray, when she didn't know this was going to come up. So, yeah. this, was her, this is her uh, initial x-ray. Now, just so you can kind of orient yourself, this is the spine. You, uh, this is her left hip bone. This is her uh, left thigh bone, which is called the femur. Now, the area in the circle is the problem area. Now, that little red line you see right there, that red arrow is pointing to a fracture line. Now, this that the red arrow is showing you and this that the red arrow is showing you are pieces of her femur that broke off. And there lies the problem. She broke the hip end of her femur into six pieces. Now, this required the services of... Dr. Richard Holmes, orthopedic surgeon. Now, he had to replace almost everything you see in that circle with metal. Now, this is her post-operative x-ray. The bright white stuff is metal. Right? And the, uh, the, so, you know, she now... You know, I told her I was going to send her through a kitchen store and the refrigerator magnets, and she'd come back with a hip full of them. But anyway, she recovered, you know, and had physical therapy in the hospital over the next 11 days. And she came home on Monday, January the 9th, 2023. Now, since Sheila's been a nurse for a long time, and has multiple relatives who have had multiple problems, we've accumulated a variety of medical apparatus, such as walkers, canes of various types, 
wheelchairs, etc. Normally, we lend these things out to people who need them. This time, though, we needed them for ourselves. Now, you add in a hospital bed, because our shower and bedroom is upstairs, a wheelchair, mom has ours, and a bedside commode made our recovery area complete. Now, unfortunately, not only did the house require a makeup, makeover, but so did I. You see me here in one of my favorite poses. Obviously, I had to change. Now, while Sheila was in the hospital, I had some on-the-job training as a hospital aide. Now, I know this feeling. Next one. There you go. I know this feeling. <laughs> it, it wasn't easy for her. It wasn't easy for me. Now, as I was writing this up originally, which was on Monday, January the 16th, she was with the physical therapist, and they came to our house. Now, as I was editing this Valentine's Day, her recovery had really come a long way. And it really has today because, you see, she, there's her picture there, and there she is right there. She was just up here. You know, she was just hobbling down. But believe you me, compared to December the 28th, she is really, she's like you know, ready to run a race. Although every bit of this saga is absolutely true, it's not the important part of my sermon today. Now, over the decades, we have been members of this congregation. We have witnessed or been involved in calamities of all types that have befallen our membership and others in our community. Now, we were privileged to be able to respond in various ways to those disruptions that other people have suffered. But this time, the calamity was ours. It's one thing to respond to someone else. It's a whole nother thing when you're the one with the problem. And that leads to the central part of my sermon. Jesus lived and preached a life of living servitude. The Gospels of the New Testament are just chock full of examples of this. Now, one account of Jesus acting as a servant is described in Matthew, the 8th chapter, the verses 2 and 3. Now, it's repeated in Mark and it's repeated in Luke. Now, uh, it involves a leper. And I'll just read the account as far as uh, Matthew is concerned. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. Now you see up here on the in the picture, you know, the leper. And if you remember, lepers were outcasts in the society of Jesus' day. There was no cure 
and it was contagious. So they had to take these people, and they had they all lived together because folks were scared to death they were going to get it, and it was basically a death sentence if you if you did. Now, personally, I'm thinking I'd run the other way if somebody looking like that came at me. But Jesus completely disregarded typical societal actions. And, and this is the, an important part, in knowing the man's faith, he healed it. Another account is related just a few verses later. In Matthew, the 8th chapter, verses 14 and 15. And it's repeated in Mark, it's repeated in Luke. Now, this one involved Peter's mother-in-law. Now, again, I'm going to read from the Matthew account. When Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. He touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she got up and began to wait on him. Now, you don't see in this, and, and I didn't leave it out. It just wasn't there. You don't see Peter asking Jesus to do this. Jesus simply saw a need and he responded. It was just his way. He was simply showing us how to be a Christian. Now, while we can't perform the miracles that Jesus performed, there are countless opportunities to be like Jesus and serve others. The Apostle Paul realized the importance of imitating Jesus in serving other people. In Philippians, the second chapter, verses 1 through 4, Paul explains, Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from His love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. Never discount the importance of serving others. It doesn't matter whether that service is large or whether that service is small. Unless you have walked a mile in their shoes, you have no idea what your loving gesture means to them. Now this is why this, this uh, message is so special for Sheila and I. You know, and why I used it for my topic today. Usually when calamity strikes, we are the ones who are responding. It doesn't take much effort. And after the fact, we just go on with our life. 
I'm sure you do the same in the same situation. But this time, we were the ones that were being served. The calamity was ours. We were unsure of what in the world was to come. I was most certainly unprepared and ill-equipped to be a caregiver. Sheila was certainly unprepared and ill-equipped to be unable to care for her basic needs and control everything that I'll go for. In addition, <laughs> see, when I'm up here, I can say stuff like that. Yeah, I'm going to walk home. She can't drive, so she got to have me. So in addition, I'm sure she worried about relying on me for help. But that is where you came in. Now, what did you supply? You supplied prayers. You supplied phone calls. You supplied visits. You supplied cards. You supplied food and more food and more food and more prayers. When someone tells you that prayers are uplifting, believe it. It was like I could feel your prayers helping me to be a better husband to Sheila helping her in any way that she needed. Maybe not exactly the way she wanted to be helped, but anyhow, I had good intentions. And I'm sure she'll tell you that your prayers helped her immensely during her injury, during her surgery, and during her recovery. Only prayer could have kept us happily together during such a time. We cannot thank you enough. For all of you being walking, talking examples of what following Jesus is all about. I know I'll look at others at helping others in a different light in the future. Which gets us to our next step. I'm going to give you an assignment. Now, your assignment for next week is to seek out a situation in which you can serve someone else. It doesn't matter what that service looks like. If you want to show others what Jesus is like, you must show them by your actions. People, and, and as a long-time talker, I can say this with authority. People rarely remember the words you speak. But they will surely remember an act of kindness you bestowed on them. That act of kindness radiates the life of Jesus. More than thousands of words will do it. Look, you want to fill up these pews? You want to give Jason and the elders headaches trying to figure out how to serve more people? 
then get out there and show them Jesus in your actions. Helping is contagious in a good way. Your help can lead others to want to join in. How to serve more people? My benefit is that I guarantee that you will get more out of life by putting yourself last. After all, that's what Jesus did his whole life. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you so much for being an example and showing us the way to live that the Father would approve. Father, as, as we go into this next week, help us to recognize situations where with a very little bit of effort, we can help someone. And when we do, we're showing that one who Jesus is through our actions. Father, not just next week, but let us just have a mindset where we look for areas of service and we know you will bless us with more than we can ever imagine when we follow your example. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen.